Am I in the air? Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air High as next on the cloud Am I in the air, Sunday night's round time I flex my better Voltron Transform to DX Don, Mega And Austin, you probably think I'm nice Cause I flow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. Uh, and for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another edition of Am I on the Air? My name is Don Mega, and I'm your host, and I'm so happy once again that you're back to join me to get caught up in all the latest and the greatest in entertainment news, television, movies, reviews. You come right here to Am I on the Air? And uh, yeah, man, it is season 26. It's episode six. And tonight's show is titled Make the Choice. We're going to be talking about all the entertainment news between February 1st through February 7th. We're broadcasting live from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here on a Tuesday. It is February the 7th, 2023. And we're ready to get you caught up. Yes, it is a Tuesday. I've been actually contemplating making Tuesday my regular recording day now. Going forward, I haven't fully made the decision, but I'm pretty 80-20 at this point that Tuesday might become the new day. Uh, Mondays are just too damn busy. You're coming off the weekend. We're getting back into work. Got a lot going on on Monday nights. It's very, very hard to be consistent and get the show out every single Monday. Tuesdays seem to work out a lot better. So this might become a new Tuesday show. We'll have to keep you posted on that. But yes, I'm finding myself recording on Tuesdays more often than not, so I might just have to shift it. But you know what? We're here, and it's all about getting you caught up with all the latest and greatest. And first off, plug time, right? Got to talk about our spinoff podcast, Am I on the Air? Quick Bites. Make sure you subscribe to that. It is a separate podcast feed. What is an Am I on the Air? Quick Bite? They are quick bites of information. They're little podcast episodes, totally separate than this. There are new episodes that I record where I'm talking either 10 minutes or I'm talking 15 minutes. They're usually less than 20 minutes tops. Um, Very rarely does it ever go that long. Typically between 10 to 15 minutes where I break down a specific piece of information. So our latest Quick Bite episode is talking about the DCU. Uh, James Gunn, of course, with that big announcement. We talked about it on last week's episode, Gods and Monsters. But I wanted to take a good solid amount of time to break it down. And that episode did go about 18 minutes. And I just don't have the time here on this show because there's too much to talk about to really get in detail. So the Am I on the Air Quick Bite allowed me 18 minutes to really dive in and talk through chapter one of this new DC universe that James Gunn announced, which is called Gods and Monsters. All the different projects, 
the stuff coming to TV, the stuff coming to theaters, and uh, and overall thoughts just about it all. So if you haven't checked out that quick bite, I love it. Been getting a lot of good feedback about that episode. Make sure you check it out and look up our podcast feed. The quick bites are available in all your favorite spots like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the typical places that you would go, you could find the quick bite. So just type in Am I on the Air and you should see this podcast and the quick bite. Make sure you subscribe to both. So that's my big plug. Talking about the quick bites, make sure you subscribe. Okay, let's get into our non-spoiler reviews of the week. I got a couple movies to talk about, got a couple TV shows to talk about, and then of course we'll get you caught up with everything else that's going on. My first review is for the new movie Knock at the Cabin, and this is one I've been really looking forward to. If you listen to our top 10 list, this was one of my honorable mentions. This is from M. Night Shyamalan. It is the new number one film out there. It is the one that dethroned Avatar after seven weeks. Avatar is no longer the number one movie out there. It is Knock at the Cabin, so congratulations there to everybody involved here. While vacationing at a remote cabin, a young girl and her two fathers are taken hostage by four armed strangers who demand that the family make an unthinkable choice to avert the apocalypse. With limited access to the outside world, the family must decide what they believe before all is lost. So this one here, of course, is led by Dave Bautista. You got Jonathan Groff. You got Rupert Grint. Um, Those are the main names that you're going to recognize. And yeah, the premise is simple. You have a family, a a gay couple, and their adopted daughter out enjoying a vacation here at this little cabin. And up comes Batista, who tries to make friends with the little girl. You've seen it in the trailer, you know. He's a nice guy. But him and his peers have had visions. Visions that the world is going to end, and the only thing that can stop it is if they make a sacrifice. And they can't make the sacrifice for them. They need to decide. Who gets killed to save humanity? Save your family or save humanity? Make the choice. Hence tonight's show title. Make the choice. I, like I said, been really looking forward to this film. M. Night was somebody, as a director, that I really, really liked for those first several movies that he released. And then The Village came out, and I was like, yo, that's a piece of shit. And then some other movies started coming out, like Last Airbender and um, Lady in the Water. And it's just like, dude, you're dropping off. And he really hit rock bottom. And then a couple years ago, he came back with a little movie um, called The Visit, which was really good. It was a little Blumhouse movie. And it was like, okay, M. Night's starting to get his groove back. And then Split came out. And I absolutely love Split. It's probably my second favorite M. Night movie ever. Love Split. Then he did Glass, right? Uniting Split with Unbreakable, which was awesome. Um, He did Old last year, which I actually really liked Old as well. So he's been on a good streak for me. This movie here, um, horror, thriller, mystery, based on a book. Like I said, the trailers have been fantastic. And I am a massive Dave Bautista fan. So seeing him be the lead of something like this, I was really pulling for it to be good. And I started to see some early reviews and everybody was really loving it. And they were really loving Dave. And I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And I went and saw it and I loved it. This movie's awesome. I mean, it's, it's very, it's a little bit different than I thought it would be just because 
it does pretty much all take place at this cabin. So when you have one of these kind of one locale kind of movies, it's hard to kind of keep everybody engaged. But the cast is amazing with this one, seeing it unfold, seeing how the story is going. I thought everybody really nailed it in this movie, especially Dave Batista. He was so good, and I'm so happy for him to see him in this big leading role. Uh, and I get why M night wanted to cast him as Lloyd, like he, or sorry, not Lloyd Leonard. Um, you can just, the way he plays this character is just so damn good. Um, I love the directing in this. It's just, it's a beautifully shot movie. It's got tension. I mean, it's got everything. And, um, I got really kind of a kick the other day. I had put up a review on Twitter and the knock at the cabin official Twitter replied to me saying thank you for the review and actually put a little video together with a quote from my review on it, tagging me on uh, Twitter. And uh, that was a cool little geek moment out there for it. So thank you to the Knock of the Cabin Twitter for officially recognizing me. Um, But no, I really, really like this movie. I think uh, it was a great addition to kick off 2023. And I definitely think you should check this one out. So I would give Knock of the Cabin four out of five stars. This is based on a book. My wife read the book, absolutely loved the book. She says the movie, towards the end, it was pretty faithful to the book, she said, until about the third act of the movie, and then it takes different choices. So uh, she dug it, though, because it was something different than she knew. Like, she thought she knew it was coming, and they they pivoted. Um, So for those of you that read the book and really liked it, I think you're going to enjoy this movie as well. So knock at the cabin four out of five. My second movie is one I told you guys on last week's show. I just, it came out last weekend. Didn't get a chance to see it, so I wanted to jump into it as soon as I could. And that was Shotgun Wedding, which is the new comedy action romance uh, from the rom-com queen, Jennifer Lopez. You got Jennifer Lopez, you got Josh Dumal, you got Jennifer Coolidge, Lenny Kravitz is in this one, D'Arcy Carden, Cheech Marin, uh, really strong cast. And you know what? I'll tell you this. I love me some Jennifer Lopez. And there's some scenes in this movie that really make me love Jennifer Lopez. Uh, and I really like Josh Dumal. I'm a big fan of the show Las Vegas from way, way, way back. A lot of you might not even know what this show is. But jo- that's where Josh Dumal got his start. And so I've always been a fan of his and been pulling for him since Las Vegas. And he always does some interesting projects here and there. But I saw the trailer for this a couple months back and I said, that could be really fun, right? Jennifer Lopez surprises us sometimes. She put out that movie Marry Me last year with Owen Wilson, and I thought it was going to be horrible, and I ended up really, really liking that movie. So I said, man, you know what? This is on Prime Video. She could surprise us, right? She surprised me with a shitty movie, guys. I'm sorry to say this, because I love movies like this. I love J-Lo. I love a lot of the cast. But this movie just fails on pretty much all levels. So this is about Darcy and Tom who gather their families for the ultimate destination wedding. But when the entire party is taken hostage till death do us part takes on a whole new meaning in this hilarious adrenaline fueled adventure as Darcy and Tom must save their loved ones if they don't kill each other first. Uh, So that's the premise of shotgun wedding. It just failed guys. It tried too hard on the humor. So a lot of the jokes fell flat. It wasn't very funny. The action was cheesy. And it just really fell flat. It does have some moments here and there. It's not a complete waste of time. But it was definitely a disappointment. So definitely bummed out to talk about this one. 
Um, and uh, just from what I thought it might actually be, but I can see why it was sold off to Amazon Prime Video. Uh, typically, we've talked about this in the past, when a movie is supposed to get a theatrical release and gets sold to a streamer, nine times out of ten, it's because it's not so good. Um, so I would give Shotgun Wedding two out of five stars. It was just okay. Um, yeah, got to leave it at that. All right, guys, we're going to switch on over to television. And the first thing I'm going to shout out, and I can't say much because I'm still under embargo. This Friday, is it this Friday? Today's the 7th, the 8th, the ninth. Thursday. This Thursday is going to be season four, part one of the show You on Netflix. I hinted at it last week that I might have watched it. And my review is coming. But since I won't be doing an episode again for a week, I'm going to just say, I've seen all of season four. All I'm going to say, big thumbs up. Make sure you check it out when it hits Netflix this Thursday for part one. The first five episodes are hitting February 9th. Make sure you check it out on Netflix, especially if you're a fan of you, season one, two, three, like I am. Four takes you somewhere. And it's, it's a fun ride. So big thumbs up. Can't say much else. Like I said, still under embargo. Can't talk, can't review it yet technically, but I did want to show some love. Okay. Moving on to some stuff I can talk about. Uh, let's see here. I actually jumped into a show that several people have told me I should watch. And I finally started it. It's a show called From. Now, From is what was the channel Epics. Now it is MGM+. Season 2 is coming out soon. So I said, you know what? Let me jump in and see Season 1 and see what I think. Because I've heard a lot of people talk some good stuff about it. And dig it for the most part. It's, it's a pretty solid show. Sometimes it gets pretty slow. So I don't like the pacing all the time. But overall, it's a pretty interesting show. It takes place in this little town. Where if you go into the town, you're trapped. You can't leave. If you try to leave, you're going to die. And then at night, you have to be in your house, locked windows, locked door to stay safe. Because if you have any open windows or you open your door, the monsters, the ghost, whatever the hell's out there will kill you. And it'll rip you apart. So it's an interesting premise. And I like where it's taking me. I've watched the first five episodes so far. And I dig it. So I would say check out From on MGM+. Plus. The next show I checked out is a new show called The Accused. Actually, it's just called Accused. No, the. Uh, Accused is on Fox and then also airs on Hulu. And um, what I like about this show is it's an anthology series. So each episode is a different crime. You see that somebody's being tried, and then it shows you the story, and you kind of decide, is it right? Is it wrong? What's the story, right? Each episode is like Tim's story, Bob's story, Susie's story, and you're taken through a story. <laughs> and I love anthology series because it kind of keeps it fresh, because if one episode sucks, you never know what the next episode is going to bring you. Um, and I dig that and I like crime shows. So this is right up my alley. I actually really like accused. This show started a couple weeks ago. So I had three episodes to binge 
And I checked out all three and really, really liked all three of the stories that they told. So definitely check out Accused. My next one that I checked out, I'm a big fan of stand-up. I love comedy. And I checked out the new stand-up comedy special from Nate Bargatze. Um, This is on Prime Video as well. And his new special is called Hello World. I actually saw clips of this on TikTok. And I was like, this dude is hilarious. I was loving all the clips I was seeing. And then I realized that this is from his special on Prime. So over the weekend, I popped it on. And me and the wife were dying. We were laughing so hard for an hour straight. And it's hard sometimes these days to really hit it with a stand-up special. And he really does. His delivery is great. His jokes were great. He was very relatable. And I give a big thumbs up. So never saw his work before, but he won me over and I'll be keeping an eye on him from now on. So check out Nate Bargatze, uh, Hello World, now streaming on Prime Video. And then lastly, uh, I just wanted to let you know that 911 Lone Star is back for season four. And uh, I'm already watching that and I love it. I'm a big fan of both 911 shows, the original and Lone Star. So it's good to see that back for season four. So um, that's what I got for you guys from the review side. Once again, we got Knock at the Cabin, now in theaters, four out of five stars. Shotgun Wedding, two out of five stars, streaming on Prime Video. You Season 4 is coming out this Thursday on Netflix. Make sure you check it out. From on MGM+. Plus, Accused on Fox and Hulu. Nate Bargatze, Hello World on Prime Video. And 911 Lone Star Season 4 on Fox and Hulu as well. All right. There's our reviews. Let's switch on over to the box office. Coming in at number 10, it's Pathan. Number 9 is Chosen Season 3. Number 8 is Missing. Number 7 is Megan. Number six is A Man Called Otto. Number five is BTS Yet to Come. Number four is Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Number three is Avatar, The Way of Water. Look at that for the first time ever. Not at number one. And it's actually at number two. uh, Sorry, number three. Because coming in at number two is a movie I didn't think anybody was going to go see. And that's 80 for Brady. So congratulations there. All the old ladies came out for that one this weekend. Congratulations with a big debut there for 80 for Brady. But coming in number one, we just talked about it. Knock at the cabin. Congrats to Batista, M. Night Shyamalan, the whole cast and crew for being the movie to knock out Avatar out of that top spot after seven weeks. Knock at the cabin is your number one film. All right, guys, with that out the way, let's get on into our news of the week. All right, guys, and as always, if there's any news that I talk about that you want to dig into a little bit more, make sure you check out our Twitter page. That's the best way to see all of the trailers, see all of the news, the full articles, everything you need to get, our Twitter and our Facebook page, so make sure you check those out. We have a new trailer for Michael Shannon and Kate Hudson's new comedy movie, A Little White Lie, so check that out. Jernay Smollett, I love her. She's set to lead Misha Green's feature directorial debut, Sunflower. Pennyworth has been canceled after season three over on HBO Max. No shocker here. Um, They tried to save it. It was on Epics. Then they moved it to HBO Max. Then they retitled it Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's butler, which was the dumbest shit they've ever did. And uh, now it's canceled because, of course, they're making room for all the new DCU stuff, right? Because remember, all the TV shows need to play in to the bigger picture. So now the Titans and Doom Patrol are gone. They're moving Pennyworth off the slate as well. Logan director. Yes, James Mangold. In talks 
to direct Swamp Thing. How crazy is that? Could you imagine James Mangold, who did an amazing job with Logan, pretty much every movie this guy has done. He directed the new Indiana Jones that comes out this summer. Everything this guy touches typically turns to gold. The fact that he's interested in Swamp Thing is super interesting and could be a major win for the new DCU. So keep that in mind. We'll keep you posted on that. We have some reboot details for the new Frasier that's coming back. So check out that if you're interested. I don't want to go over no spoilers. Uh, James Gunn says that they're going to continue the Harley Quinn animated series for now. And it'll become part of the DC Elseworlds label that they have. So there you go. A lot of people loving that animated Harley Quinn. So they're going to keep that going. Um, James Gunn had put up a poll on his Twitter talking about trunks or no trunks for Superman. Um, I was actually very surprised because, of course, once I saw this, I had to jump to his Twitter to vote. And I was very surprised to see that Trunks is actually winning. I don't know who wants the fucking Trunks. I mean, honestly, like once you saw Henry Cavill in his suit with no Trunks, it was like that just makes sense. And then even like the Tyler Hoechlin version that's on the CW now on Superman and Lois, he doesn't have Trunks and he looks awesome. I'm like, do we really need the red underwear back? I am so surprised that people are voting for this. I understand it's the classic look. I understand what the comics did. But I think once they adapted away from it, because I know the New 52, his suit didn't have the trunks. Um, it just sucks, because I do feel like James Gunn would be that guy to put the trunks back on him just to differentiate everything. Um, but yeah, that's what that's just kind of a fun fact there. Jordan Peele's The Twilight Zone and a whole bunch more have been removed from Paramount Plus. A lot of Paramount Plus originals being taken off, and we're starting to see this trend, right? A lot of these streamers do all these original shows, and within the last six months, you're starting to notice that these streamers are dumping these originals off of their channel, which is very odd, but I guess it has something to do with licensing rights and trying to save money. But it's weird, because if you brand something, a Paramount Plus original, and within like a year, your show is taken off the service. And I know what they're doing is they're shopping these things around to like Freebie and Tubi and, excuse me, like all of these other free streamers to make some money off ads. It just, it just seems weird because I thought that was the coolest thing about having a streamer is that once a show debuts on it, you're like, hey, it's always there if I want to get to it. And now everybody's jumping on this train. So this is supposedly stemming from the fact that Paramount Plus is merging with Showtime, so they're trying to get rid of a lot of what they don't need anymore to cut costs so they could work on new shows to really level up the service. So we'll see on all that. A new thriller from the Barbarian team is on the fast track over at New Line Cinema. It's going to be called Companion. Uh, the Terminal List is getting a season two, so congratulations there, and also a prequel series has been ordered over at Amazon. So yes, Chris Pratt will be back to lead season two of The Terminal List. I really liked The Terminal List. I thought it was an awesome show. And the prequel series that they've ordered will be headlined by Taylor Kitsch, who played a very big role in season one. So I like that we're going to get two new shows, Pratt coming back, Kitsch coming back, and we're going to continue out this universe. So very cool there. Little Rel Howery is set to star in a new Hulu sci-fi horror movie called The Mill. Katie Cassidy, Devin Zawa, Kate Bosworth, Tyrese Gibson, Chris Backus all star in a new survival thriller called Fallout. 
Netflix has revealed some of their new measures to combat password sharing. I won't get into the full details of it, but basically it's going to be IP address driven. And if they notice that another IP address somewhere else, you know, maybe out of state, maybe even far across town, you're going to need to log in to the home Wi-Fi once every 30 days to be able to keep it or you never know what's going to happen. So watch the Netflix password, son. The Cleaning Lady has been renewed for season three over at Fox. NCIS LA final season has cast Chris Gorman as Kilbride's son. We have your February streaming guide. That's right. Everything coming to Apple TV Plus, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Hulu, Netflix, Paramount Plus, Peacock, and Prime Video all in one spot. So check it out. There's a lot of great stuff coming. You know, Black Panther will kind of forever just hit on Disney Plus. Picard season three is coming. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air season two is coming to Peacock. I just talked about you season four. There's a new movie coming out on Apple TV Plus called Sharper that looks awesome. So a lot of great stuff coming out this month. So check out the streaming guide there. HBO Max's Generation, which was canceled after just one season, has come back over on Tubi. So remember it was taken off HBO Max and this is what I was talking about. They're starting to pop up on these free apps. So that's where you could watch Generation. It's on Tubi. All right. The Blacklist is finally going to end. That's right. Season 10 will be the show's last season. So this is a show that I've seen a lot of people say, this show's still on TV? It is. And it shocks me every year when they renew it for another season. I used to watch this show religiously and then gave up after like season four. I was like, dude, it's too much. (laughs) Season four or five, I can't remember. And it just kept going and going and going. So finally, season 10 of The Blacklist will be its last. Blind Spotting, that's right, stars as as bringing back season two. And we have your first look at that. Uh, Batgirl will inevitably join the new DC Universe. But the standalone film that they made was simply not releasable. That's what Peter Safran, co-CEO of Warner Brothers DCU, DC Studios said um, on the decision to cancel Batgirl. Uh, From the rumor, uh, supposedly David Zaslav gave the movie to James Gunn and Peter Safran and said, hey, watch the movie and let us know what you think. If you think you want to release it, it's your studio, more power to you. They watched it and they were like, oh, hell no, we cannot release this thing. (laughs) So, um, but they're saying Batgirl will make her way into the DC universe. I'm very curious if they'll give Leslie, uh, Leslie Jones is her name, I believe, um, who played Batgirl in that movie. If they give her a chance to come back as Batgirl and maybe give her a little bit of a redeeming arc. Um, I think that would be really, really cool if they could do something like that. Um. But uh, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, there's been no word at all about what they're going to do with this. So Leslie Grace, I think, is her name, not Jones. Um, But, uh, yeah, I I think that would be the best way to go. Like, maybe she pops up in the Brave and the Bold movie that they do, and uh, you give Leslie a chance to play it. She can already be established, so that'd be cool. Past Neighbors episodes are coming to Freebie, and uh, the uncanceled Aussie Soap is going to return in 2023 over on Freebie as well. So there you go. Um, season The Blacklist, Season 10, will start on February 26th. By the way, they just announced that release date for the final season. Gail Garcia Bernal is joining Nicole Kidman in the thriller Holland, Michigan. We have your poster, new poster for The Mandalorian, 
which looks awesome of him with the dark saber. Don't forget this is coming to Disney Plus on March 1st. I'm so excited for this. You're going to get double Pedro Pascal with The Last of Us and Mandalorian. Prime Video has nabbed a new Peter Farley comedy called Ricky Stanicki. <laughs> and it's going to star Jermaine Fowler, Zac Efron, and John Cena. Um, hey, man, Oscar-winning director right here. He knows how to do comedy. Love Jermaine Fowler. I like Zac Efron, and I love John Cena. So I'm in, man. Take it home. I don't still know about that title. Ricky Stanicki. I don't know what the hell that's all about. Gerard Carmichael is set to star in a new HBO documentary series, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Sandy Hook gun lawsuit will be dramatized in an upcoming limited series. Um, we got the announcement. It's official. Bad Boys 4, baby. That's right. Will Smith took to Twitter and TikTok, and he put up a video where he was super excited, and he was like, yo, come with me. It's happening. It's here. It's finally here. And he pulls up to a house. He knocks on the door, and Martin Lawrence opens the door, and they're like, yeah, bad boys for life, Um, which they go into some fun jokes about how the movie should be called Bad Boys for Life because it's the fourth one. But then they're like, damn it, we messed up and we used that title in the last movie, <laughs> which I always thought was funny that they named the third movie Bad Boys for Life. I'm like, you knew you wanted to make a third and a fourth. So uh, and I love when he knocks on Martin's door. And Martin opens the door like you ready. And he's like, hell yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> and they're just all geeked out. Uh, the same directors from Bad Boys for Life are coming back for it. They're going to start filming in like two months. I'm so excited. I love the Bad Boys movies, and I can't wait to see Will and Martin back together again. All righty. Let's see here. Outer Banks Season 3 trailer. We have that, so check that out. Blumhouse's The Exorcist sequel has added Lydia Jewett to the cast. Alan Richson uh, has joined Henry Cavill's new World War II movie that they're putting together, so great addition there. Um, live action Five Nights at Freddy's movie has officially begun production. Star Wars Visions Volume 2 is coming very soon to Disney+. Plus. I know a lot of people really liked Visions. We have Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin's new comedy trailer for Moving On. That's their new movie together. Um, James Gunn mentions all the comics that are inspiring his new DCU. And all those comics sold out really quick. So, you know what? I'll give it to James for getting people buying comics again. I mean, very interesting there that every comic he said was an inspiration for all these DC projects sold out immediately. So great, great stuff to see out there and uh, definitely take a look at the list to see where they're drawing inspiration. Zazie Beetz and Tom Hardy are set to start a new serial killer drama series that's being in development over an Apple TV Plus called Lazarus. So great casting here on that one. Annette Benning is set to star in a new TV adaptation of Leanne Moriarty's Apples Never Fall. Sex Life Season 2 is coming soon as Netflix has dropped the first teaser for that. Kingdom Business has been renewed at BET Plus for Season 2. The Traders has been renewed for Season 2 over on Peacock. So Help Me Todd has been renewed for Season 2. Night Court has been renewed for Season 2. Jake Gyllenhaal, um, his new trailer has dropped for The Covenant, which is Guy Ritchie's new movie, so make sure you check that out. That hits theaters on April 21st. Sylvester Stallone is going Kardashian. That's right. uh, Over at Paramount Plus, he's going to be doing a reality series with his family called The Family Stallone. (laughs) Can't make this shit up. The one thing about it, he's got three daughters, and they're all hot. 
So uh, maybe I do want to see Sylvester Stallone and his daughters truck around. So the family Stallone coming to Paramount Plus for his new reality series. Who would have ever thunk it? We have the trailer for Big George Foreman. That's right, the true story there of George Foreman hitting theaters on April 28th. Um, Let's see here. Superman and Lois, they said that this show will continue despite the recent DC drama cancellations. Uh, James Gunn was asked at the press conference about Superman and Lois, and he says the show will run for at least one to two more seasons uh, over on the CW. So we'll see, man. I mean, it's ultimately, I guess, up to CW. Um, But that makes sense, because if their new universe doesn't launch for a couple more years, they could squeeze in one to two more seasons of Superman and Lois, because it is Elseworlds. So uh, we'll see about that. But good to hear that they're going to keep that one trucking along. Congratulations to Mayfair Witches, which have been renewed for season two over on AMC+. The Penguin show that's coming to HBO Max with Colin Farrell based on the Batman will run for eight episodes in its first season. Then that 90s show is coming back for season two, another renewal here. Uh, The big news here is that season one was only 10 episodes, but season two they're saying will be 16 episodes I don't know how I feel about this one. I'm only so-so on that 90s show. I haven't even finished season one yet, to be honest. I've watched the first eight episodes. I'm struggling to get to ten because I don't find it that great, Uh, especially as it goes on. It kind of started with some steam for me and then slowly dropped off. But um, congrats on season two. Gladiator 2, still moving forward from Ridley Scott. It's supposed to come out next year. Um, you can buy Scott Lang's new memoir from Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, if you've seen the trailer, you see that there is a book that Scott Lang wrote, which is called like looking out for the little man or something like that. And, um, they are actually releasing this book and I can validate that because I actually pre-ordered that book earlier today. I went on Amazon, I looked it up and the book is there. It comes out later in the year. It comes out September 5th, I believe. So I did pre-order it. I'm getting the hardcover book to add to my collection. So pick up Scott Lang's memoir. I can't wait to read it. I think it's going to be awesome. We have the new poster for Super Mario Brothers movie, which looks awesome. Um, Lucy Liu, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has joined the new comedy Nobody, Nothing, Nowhere. Harrison Ford says again that he's done with Indiana Jones after the Dial of Destiny. No shit on Sherlock on that one. Colin Trevorrow's Atlantis movie, Jump Ship from Skydance. Uh, oh, Jump Ship to Skydance, I should say, sorry. And taps House of the Dragons' Charmaine de Gratte to write the movie. J.J. Um, Abrams and Leonardo DiCaprio are going to be teaming up for a new Stephen King adaptation called Billy Summers. Jude Law and Nicholas Holt are set to star in a new domestic terrorism thriller called The Order. Avatar 3, Una Chaplin will be playing a villainous Navi named Varang. So I like that. You know, a lot of people have been talking about how none of the Navi seem to be evil, really. It's just all the humans. So now it's good to see that in Avatar 3, we will have some villain Navi. Puss in Boots director Joel Crawford teases the possible return of a certain green ogre in a future installment. So I know that they're really looking hard to do some, some. Uh, 1923 has been renewed for a second season. That's right. Harrison Ford's Yellowstone Western prequel has been officially announced. So congratulations there. Uh, Harrison Ford loving some TV, right? Doing 1923 is currently on shrinking on Apple TV plus as well. Uh, Vampire Academy and one of us is lying. Cancellations have been explained by Peacock. 
They say it's too soon to target the YA crowd. That's right. Basically saying not enough kids subscribe to Peacock. So trying to do these younger aimed um, shows just isn't working at this point. So they're going to have to revisit that later. Um, Let's see here. Rob Lowe is an unstable tech titan in the teaser trailer for Netflix's new comedy with his son, John Owen Lowe. Uh, that's coming soon. So definitely check out that little teaser there. Um, let's see here. Sorry, looking through some of these notes. We talked about that. We talked about that. We have the teaser trailer for the White Man Can't Jump reboot that's coming to Hulu. Uh, nobody seems happy about this one. Um, the Swamp Thing DCU movie will be much more horrific than the other projects that they're doing. And we kind of talked about that last week. That they're definitely hitting on the horror side. Tatiana Masolani, She-Hulk herself, along with Jasmine Savoy Brown, are set to lead a new sci-fi horror movie called Green Bank. The Last of Us Episode 5 will actually be released on HBO Max early this Friday because they don't want to go head-to-head with the Super Bowl. So typically The Last of Us is on Sundays. They're going to put it on Friday this week to avoid the Super Bowl. So make sure you check that out. Woody Harrelson is set to host SNL on February 25th. Um, so that should be pretty good. I think SNL has been killing it lately, man. For those of you sleeping on SNL, get on it. Michael B. Jordan says that Creed four is for sure happening. So, um, you know, Creed three is not out yet, but Michael B. Jordan says he is certain that Creed four is going to be coming along with possible others. So there you go. We have the new trailer for the consultant, Chris, Christoph Waltz's new show that is coming on prime video. Matthew McConaughey might be leading a new Yellowstone spinoff. He is in talks over at Paramount Plus because supposedly Kevin Costner is being a dick. <laughs> word has it. Now, this is all speculation, but the word has it that Kevin Costner now is holding up doing more Yellowstone because he's kind of being a diva. He's saying that he only wants to shoot for like a week. He doesn't want to do much other shooting. He doesn't want to go back there, um, which is making his cast resent him because they're like, yo, don't play favorites. It's messing up morale. So from the sounds of it, if this is true, they might be canceling Yellowstone, but then spinning the show off with a lot of those same characters and adding Matthew McConaughey as a new show, but it's kind of a continuation to get around the whole Kevin Costner of it all. So uh, Paramount says they are still working with Kevin Costner. They're trying to iron it out. They're trying to figure it out. They obviously want to do business. Yellowstone is a massive show, um, but we'll have to wait and see what ends up happening on that. Kit Harrington teasing a Game of Thrones spinoff series with Jon Snow again. So we'll see what happens there. Um, the God of War TV series is still in its early stages, but they say that it will keep the values of the video game. Uh, let's see here. James Gunn debunks Superman casting rumor and does talk about the DCU video games. Uh, a lot of people keep speculating that he's already found his new Superman. And every time James Gunn comes out and goes false, we haven't even looked at casting yet. Don't believe it. Um, and then somebody had asked him about the video games. Cause they're saying the video games will tie into the universe as well too. And somebody brought up the fact that games take, you know, six years to develop, which James Gunn came back and said, nah, it's typically three to four. And um, we're already planned out that far ahead to make it work. So they're still saying the games will tie in and we'll see where it goes. Um, Paddington 3 has gone silent, so we don't know what's happening with that anymore. 
Um, we have an article up with Gunn and Saffron detailing Paradise Lost and its Game of Thrones type story. Ben Stiller said to star as triplets in a new limited series called Three Identical Strangers. Uh, Wakanda Forever is the most watched Marvel movie premiere on Disney Plus. So congratulations there, Wakanda Forever. Uh, Dishin Lockman has been added to the cast of Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, which is already in production there. Micah Monroe has joined Nicolas Cage in the new horror film Long Legs. AMC Theaters looking to roll out seat-specific pricing at all locations by the end of the year, which has pissed off a lot of people, even though we're literally talking like a dollar different for the seat. Um, I think people are over, you know, doing it here with their reaction to this. Because what people are failing to talk about is the fact the first several rows are actually going to be cheaper seats. So you're actually going to save money if you want to sit up front. (laughs) If you want to sit prime viewing in the middle, you're going to pay maybe a dollar more. Uh, And then everybody else pays the normal price. So it's not going to be drastically different. And AMC has A-List. So if you subscribe to A-List, you can watch all the movies you want. And it's not going to matter where you sit. So I don't think it's a big deal. Um, let's see here. M. Night Shyamalan says he has plotted out his next three movies. Hell yeah. Um, multiple billion spinoffs are in the works, right? Do you like billions? Get ready for millions and trillions. And I'm not lying about that. I know it sounds like I'm being funny. I'm making a joke, but I'm serious. Showtime has announced that they're looking to spin off the billion show with millions and trillions, uh, about different, you know, Direct spinoffs, but kind of in the same kind of financial world. So that is something they're looking at. Of course, like we talked about, Showtime is merging with Paramount Plus. So they're looking to do a lot of big projects. Um, and that's one of them. The other big one that I'm very excited about is Dexter Origins. That's right, because Showtime's biggest show ever is Dexter. So they're like, how do we get into this Dexter business? We're going to do Dexter Origins will be a prequel spinoff. That has been ordered to series. Uh, It's going to take place with him in his early 20s in Miami as he's freshly recruited into the uh, forensic department there, Miami PD, as he starts serial killing. So we're going to see the early days of Dexter Origins. We're also going to get the sequel to Dexter New Blood, um, which will follow his son Harrison. And we'll get more details about that, but that is officially in production. And they're also looking to spin off possibly some of the villains into their own series. And they mentioned that they're looking at first John Lithgow's Trinity killer, that they might actually do a Trinity killer spinoff series uh, based on that character. I am an excited boy on this one, guys. I love Dexter. One of my all time favorite shows. Um, I was so happy when it came back with Dexter new blood. Didn't really care for the ending very much, um, but I'd be down for a spinoff series focused on his son. If, Dexter is the voice in his head, um, walking him through the kills, right? It's got to be something like that. Dexter Origins, I think, will be pretty cool to see all the characters in their young days, you know, kind of getting into the game and seeing him still carry out all his stuff. I think that'd be awesome. And the Trinity Killer, oh my God, that was my favorite season of Dexter, season four. Trinity Killer, John Lithgow, incredible. What a spinoff that would be to see him do his thing. So, Definitely on board with that. So, yeah, big, big stuff going on at Showtime and Paramount+. Plus. Matthew McConaughey is set to voice an ass-kicking secret agent Elvis Presley in a new Netflix adult animated series. George Clooney is set to adapt a new spy drama over at Showtime uh, that is based on the hit French spy drama La Bureau dos Legendes. 
Um, so yes, he's going to be adapting that for American audiences. You ready for some more? I know what you did last summer. Because we're looking to get an official sequel, which would basically be a real part three. That's right. Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. in the negotiations to return for a sequel to I Know What You Did Last Summer with Jennifer Caton Robinson, who co-wrote Thor Love and Thunder and Do Revenge, directing. Um, so, yeah, very interesting there, man. You know, there's they basically saw the success that Scream is having, and they're like, how do we get a piece of this pie? Let's bring Jennifer Love Hewitt back and Freddie Prinze Jr. Let's do another I Know What You Did Last Summer. So I could definitely, they're saying it's a soft reboot. They're saying that's kind of a handoff, right? So my idea in my head would be like, hey, a new batch of kids get into the same kind of situation. And then they seek out Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prinze Jr. to be like, you guys went through this. How did you get him? How did you figure it out? Right? And then they all go on the crime spree together. So um, I think it's cool though, man. I really loved the original. I know what you did last summer. So let's do another one, baby. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, let's see here. What else we got, guys? A Quiet Place Day 1 has officially begun filming. Fantastic Four will start filming in the beginning of next year, early 2024. They'll start filming for their 2025 release date. So, I don't know, man. That could mean that we're still far away from casting. Maybe Comic-Con will announce it. James Gunn says he wants the DCU to move away from good guy versus bad guy. That they're trying to pick up their ambitions. So, we'll see what happens with that. We have uh, the History of World War Part 2 trailer, which teases the all-star lineup for the Hulu comedy. Harley Quinn's special uh, has gotten Quinta Brunson and Tyler James Williams from Abbott Elementary to uh, sign on for some guest starring roles as they'll be voicing Hawkman and Hawkgirl for the Harley Quinn special. That is awesome. I love me some Abbott Elementary, and these two are great, so I think that's going to be an awesome Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Um, Michael Bay set to, set to, uh, direct a bounty hunter action drama TV series for Amazon prime. I'm sold. Let's do it. Uh, the back rooms, a 24 is greenlit a new horror film directed by 17 year old YouTuber, Kane Parsons. That's right. It'll be called the back rooms once again. So interesting. Anthony Hopkins and Glenn Powell are set to star in a new remake of the Argentinian action thriller four by four called locked. But more Bosch spinoffs are in development at Amazon, focusing on characters Jay Edgar and Renee Ballard. Tony Collette and Odessa Young are set to star in a new revenge thriller called The Prima Donna. Um, Jeremy Renner is getting back to business, teasing that he's got a new show set for Disney Plus once he's recovered. So that's awesome. Congratulations there. Uh, we had the world premiere of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania last night, and the early reactions have dropped. And it is being praised for its weirdness. Jonathan Majors Kang, the humor, the action, the way they balance everything. It says it goes very sci-fi. So no spoilers, but if you want to read out the early reactions, make sure you check that out. I'm very excited uh, to be seeing that next week. Uh, a revival of the show Midnight minus Chris Hardwick is set to replace CBS's Late Late Show with James Corden when he exits. The Goldbergs, we have your first look at A.J. McCalka's Michalka's I always forget how to say her damn last name But she plays Lainey on the show And she's back, it's been a long time since we've seen Lainey uh, But she's coming back to this season Of the Goldbergs The Great Expectations adaptation from Peaky Blinders Creator Stephen Knight is coming to Hulu Three women Starring Shailene Woodley Has found its new home over on the Stars Network 
Andy Samberg is going to be teaming with Gene Smart for a new Amazon Studios comedy, 42.6. And on that note, we're done. That is our show of the week. So thank you for joining me. We hit right about that 45-minute mark, uh, that big sweet spot. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for joining me. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you feel like you're leaving more knowledgeable than you did when you started. Um, let's do some shout outs. Our website is amiontheair.com. Make sure you bookmark that for everything and get you to the quick bites, get you to our socials, get you to the episodes, amiontheair.com. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash amiontheair. Follow us on Twitter at amiontheair. Follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast feed over on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. If Apple's not your thing, get us on Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts. Amazon music. We're on everything guys. We're on everything. So make sure you just search wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a listen, give us a review, give us a thumbs up, whatever you could do to help us out. Make sure you subscribe to us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, just simply at am I on the air. Thank you so much to our great affiliates at red dragons, Make sure you follow on Twitter at red dragons radio. Our other affiliates at the Pop Culture Pros, make sure you follow them at popculture underscore pros for all the great programming there. And that will do it here for us on this Tuesday, February the 7th. I hope you had an amazing week. I hope you continue to have an amazing week. You take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all, peace. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!